0: Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage.
1: If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle
0: hello friends welcome back to another episode of looking for the middle we're happy to have you we are fully caffeinated at this point bethany with her coke i have my diet coke she has cough drops we're good to go the
1: rustling i just realized i need to get another one popping
0: little bag of cough
1: drops here has so many empty wrappers in it that i can't
0: find one that actually has a cough drop in it (laughs) y'all i am struggling oh man it's just a cold no one worried too much oh yeah i had covid a long time ago so yes don't worry. she did i just went and
1: got my antibodies tested i am good to go fantastic
0: okay so today we are going to be talking about waiting everyone's favorite topic when it comes to dating yay um if you have not listened to last week's episode we would highly encourage you to go do that because these two episodes we kind of did in conjunction with each other i have had a really hard time saying that word so i'm really (laughs) proud that i just nailed it on the first try but we were kind of as we were planning we realized there was a lot of overlap and kind of um Unity with these two episodes. Yeah. So go check out last week's episode about when life doesn't go the way you thought it would or go according to plan um, and be sure to listen to that as well. But don't stop listening now. It, no. They don't have to go in order. It's <laughs> fine. Don't freak out. Um, before we jump in, y'all know the housekeeping stuff at the top here. If you are not following us on social media, we would love for you to do that. We are mainly living on instagram right now everything from instagram does get pushed to facebook though so if you're only on facebook you can find us there at looking from the middle podcast or go to our instagram at lftm underscore podcast and there's lots of fun things happening over there storing me monday links in our bio that if you want to submit questions for us to answer all that jazz (laughs) also
1: we know we're behind on dms and emails (laughs) life's been a little crazy crazier than normal yes so we know we're behind. We're working on it. We will get back to you.
0: Yes. So sorry. Yes. The volume has increased pretty drastically. Yeah. Through the last two seasons, I would say. <laughs> um, Which is so great. We're so glad wonderful. y'all are reaching out. Yes. Just.
1: Bear with us. Be gracious. Be patient with us. Yes. We're working on it. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And then, of course, if you are not already subscribed to our newsletter, we would love for you to do that. There is a link in our Instagram bio for you to sign up for that. We send it out every Thursday with links to things we've mentioned in that week's episode. We give you some other, you know, resources that we highly recommend. We point you to other episodes of Looking for the Middle that might be helpful for you. There's a Hallmark movie of the month, which is always fun. So... Be sure and go sign up for that if you haven't already. Now, Bethany's turn for question of the day. And she said it was fun and she didn't know what her answer was going to be. I still don't. Which makes me nervous. Okay. But go ahead.
1: So, if you could go on vacation with one famous person who's no longer living. Oh. And it can't be Jesus. Okay. Like, you can't go. No. (laughs) Don't pull that crap. Don't.
0: (sighs) That's cheating. Who would it be and why? Famous person who's no longer living we are going on vacation. Oh, gosh. It, I was <laughs> fine until you said they had to be dead. I don't feel like I like a whole lot of dead people. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> well, but if you say, like, oh, a famous I'm going to say Taylor Swift. I know. So <laughs> it's not, you know. Um, oh, dear gracious. Well, you go first. Let me think more. If you've got one. Okay.
1: I have one. And so, yeah, I'll go first while Kristen thinks. And this is someone who is not like, oh, my word, this person that I'm, like, obsessed with. But it's the first person that popped into my head that I was like, ooh, that would be a fun vacation. It's Audrey Hepburn. Oh. And partly because my idea of going on vacation with Audrey Hepburn is, like, her movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, she's so sophisticated and so gracious. And just, like, I just think she'd be really cool to go on vacation with. Oh, we'd we'd would probably be... go to Paris. Yes. That's I'm thinking. Go like, to Europe. Yes. Yeah. But that would be mine. Okay. <laughs> i have no idea um, it could be a president it could oh be no, i was trying to think uh
0: an author it could be i would want to go with elizabeth elliott oh there you go because i feel like i would just wa- i would i would want to go to like either some rural town in like scotland or uh-huh. ireland or something or and have a little be in a little like cottage airbnb yeah. or somewhere where there's water that you can sit on and i would just want to pick her brain <laughs> just and listen to it her wouldn't talk. be a vacation for her at all it would be one for me but i'd be like okay so when you write like what's your process what do you do like how yeah. do you come up with the stuff what did what does your quiet time look like, like all these questions i would just bombard her with questions that she'd hate me by the end of it she'd be like thank the lord i'm dead so i don't have to deal with this girl anymore um but yeah that would be that would be who Ooh. I'd go
1: with. Speaking of heaven, do you want this? Is totally unrelated to anything. Great, love but love
0: that. Always. I
1: saw this quote. It's been a while now, and when you said that about, oh, she should be so glad. She do not have to deal with you anymore. It just made me think of it, and it was talking about it was talking about Paul, and the quote was something to the effect of, "The power of the gospel is that the people that Paul, the Christians that Paul murdered." were cheering at the gates of heaven when he got there oh that makes me want (laughs) to (laughs) cry anyway it's totally unrelated to everything but just think about that like that is so stuck with me
0: for a while have you seen that picture on instagram are you crying or are you sniffling okay i was like wow i've been over the sniffles (laughs) he's crying y'all it's a big deal um but i can't remember who posted it but it's a picture of it's a, at a baseball game and the guy's rounding third he just hit a home run and his team's like waiting for yeah. him and uh the caption was like i love pictures of home run hitters rounding third because i feel like this is what when you get to heaven this is what it's gonna feel mm. like this is a picture like it's not <laughs> even a one not that does it justice yeah. but just that moment uh-huh. of here you come, here we and are. like everybody's like cheering for yeah. you, and like one well, like jumping on you when you get in. like how mm. cool that's gonna be. Yeah, oh uh, that could, that makes me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: man. Wow. Okay. She said it was a fun question that just got real like deep <laughs> and emotional, real, real quick. Quick. <laughs> Then you started talking about heaven, and <gasps> oh, here we man. are. <laughs> yes. Oh man. All right, guys. So let's jump in. hold on I've lost the outline. Okay. Well, we'll while- we find out. I have like 28 million tabs oh, in gracious. my browser window
0: right now okay there it is there it is all right bethany's computer is representative of the female brain it's <laughs> yeah, fine okay so let's talk about what are you waiting for what's the point of waiting and waiting i feel like is the equivalent of a curse word to a single christian female because we just really hate that word well, wait is a four-letter word that's so. true that is very Pierce true that it just kind of fits so just some like initial thoughts on waiting is we're gonna we're gonna be asking a lot of questions today answering a lot of questions because these are questions we've asked I'm sure these are questions that y'all have asked ask. yeah while y'all are waiting because again the nice thing about last week's episode and this week like yes we're applying it to dating mainly because we're a dating podcast duh but <laughs> These are, you know, topics and lessons and pieces of encouragement that you can apply to a lot of different areas of your life where life didn't go the way you thought it would or things you're waiting on. And we talked about last week how even though you may be waiting on a relationship or a spouse right now, like when you get married, it doesn't mean you are never going to wait on anything ever again. Yeah. You're still going to wait. And so what can you learn right now, um, whether it's in dating or in another area of your life? Um, to just prepare you for what else God has for you moving forward. But I think that's the first thing we need to remember is you're always going to be waiting for something. Melanie and I have had more conversations about this in the last (laughs) few years. Uh, It's become a joke of you wait on one thing and then you get it. And then, oh, now we're waiting on something else. And it's, you know, it's just this constant thing. But I also don't think it's a coincidence that, I mean, patience is a fruit of the spirit. Patience is the first characteristic of love that's mentioned in First Corinthians 13. Like the Lord really values patience. And there's no way for you to practice patience except by waiting, unfortunately. Yeah. So we're going to find ourselves in seasons of waiting a lot. There's no avoiding it. There's no, you know dodging it there's no suppressing it it's just it's part of life and I think what's cool though is that waiting is part of the pruning process you know there there are a lot of different pieces of imagery around gardening and planting and harvesting and farming and agriculture and all that kind of stuff throughout scripture which I think is really cool and is a really good like tangible way for the Lord to teach us And one of those things is how we are pruned, how, you know, when you're, um, I don't know a lot about gardening and obviously, y'all know (laughs) your girl ain't outdoors a whole lot, uh, except when it's cold and everything's dead. So, but when like you're gardening, it's like rose bushes for, you've got to prune. I think it's a rose bush, right? You have to prune. Yeah. You've got to cut back for it to grow more. And so you may think like, okay, well, yeah, I got pruned this part and then it grew back oh he may prune it again or he may prune a different branch or he may prune the whole dang thing like i don't really know. but i've been watching these um stick with me this is gonna feel random but i promise there's a point so i've been watching these youtube videos i am gonna butcher her name that's this woman who lives in china she's got 16 million youtube subscribers Also, she so she's- one
1: six or six zero 16
0: sorry one okay, six.
1: i mean
0: either numbers yes big yes, I just was curious. <laughs> yes 16 so it's her name is spelled l-i-z-i-q-i okay i'm not gonna try to pronounce it because i will butcher it but she lives on all this land with like her and her grandmother and i'm assuming some other people and she ha- they have this giant farm and they she harvests all this stuff and like plants everything and then cooks from scratch and you like watch it. she doesn't talk through it it is the and there's like oh, this that sounds fun this um I'll send you the link I'll put it in the newsletter yeah, um I do. it is it is the most like relaxing they play it um they play her channel a lot at my nail salon that's how I found it and it's, I'm literally oh. like sitting there talking to Paul doing my nails and then I'm watching the, and I'm literally like, I have never been more relaxed <laughs> in my entire life, but I was watching this one particular video the other day and she, I can't remember what she planted, but the amount, like the amount that she pruned, I'm like, she's going to kill the thing. Like she okay. cut off so much. I'm like, what is she doing? Yeah. And it was going through like different seasons of the uh-huh. specific plant. And then it showed, you know. Four months later, and the thing was just mm, overgrowing and thriving. Yes. And I was like, oh, what I, I thought get what she was doing to that plant was basically murdering it or just <laughs> cutting it down to what feels like there was nothing left. Yeah. And then a few months later, it was just, like you said, thriving. And I was like, wow, what a picture of when we think like, all right, Lord, what else are you going to strip away? Like, what else yeah. am I going to be waiting for? I feel like nothing has turned out the way I thought. I'm waiting for everything. Nothing is going the way that i want it to but then who knows like what god is pruning so that you can thrive in a way that you never would have expected so i just thought that was a cool like picture
1: yeah just think about the two different perspectives in that there's the bush or tree or flower plant or whatever it is who is absolutely being destroyed Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then you have her who knows better yeah who knows what the end result is who knows that this is ultimately helpful doing what needs to be done anyway
0: yeah yeah so
1: put yourself in the place of that plant and god is in the place of her who knows best who knows what's better who knows that this is ultimately for your good it might not feel good to you the poor rose bush in the moment <laughs> yes yeah it's true it's true so that's fun i really want to go i'm telling you watch it's addictive. Oh, i've pulled her up I, I have a new tab on okay. my <laughs> browser window <Yes>. here we <laughs> here go on youtube it's ready to go it's, it's so great
0: it's really nice to watch like right before i go to bed yeah it's just again she doesn't talk through anything they just show it all is there I music will, yes there's okay. music in okay. the background it's like the same music you would hear like if you went to a spa okay that very like kind of like not really white noise but kind of kind of, but it's like yeah like the wind chimey yeah. kind of oh it's so great it's I heavenly want to go to a spa i know saying that sounds so good right now i actually. have a gift card and i have not used Take it with you okay i'll no, i, I think, won't use your gift card I'm just well saying. i think the spa Take is me. near your house because it's from my basketball team
1: oh let's talk about that <laughs> later we'll talk about that
0: off the air okay
1: sounds great okay. okay so let's jump in so now you're waiting we've established that You probably don't want us to keep reminding you. You get it. (laughs) (laughs) So first question to ask yourself, what is it that you are actually waiting for? At the surface, it's easy to just say, oh, I'm waiting for a boyfriend or I'm waiting for a husband or a relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. But deep down, like take it a step lower. What are you actually waiting for? You're probably waiting for companionship, love, acceptance, Someone to tell you you're funny, Um, someone to tell you you're pretty, (laughs) someone to bring you food. (laughs) I'm getting off track here, but the things you're really most likely craving or desiring are going to be what a boyfriend or a husband can give you in your mind. And if you only think about it in terms of I'm waiting for a boyfriend, full stop. The likelihood of you just dating anyone who comes along is going to be higher. If you just want a boyfriend, then the first guy that comes along who shows any sort of interest, great, let's get married because you just wanted a boyfriend. You just wanted a husband. All the other stuff doesn't matter. So take it a step further and say, okay, I am waiting for someone that I can serve the Lord with better than I do by myself. Accountability, um, someone to just go through life with, someone that companionship, Love, acceptance, like we said, those other things, those are what you're looking for. That's what you're most likely truly waiting for. And then you have to stop and say, okay, so what about this guy will provide that? Or what qu- qualities in a guy should I look for to provide those things? It's not just a matter of, I want a boyfriend. Or if that is where you're at, maybe maybe that's why you're waiting a yeah. little bit. Like you're, you need to get to that point, and the Lord's taking you to that point of saying, okay... What truly is most important? Is it that I just want someone to hang out with on a Friday night or is it that you're looking to build a relationship based on commitment and service and humility, not just, oh, he looks pretty. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) So Exactly. Stop yourself and say, okay, what is it that I'm actually waiting for right now?
0: Yeah. It's not just, oh, I want a boyfriend. Like what kind of boyfriend do you want? Yeah. What kind of husband do you want? What kind of relationship do you want to be in? Because remembering what it is you're waiting for rather than just focusing on the waiting itself, that's what's key. And we can get so bogged down with the waiting process that we lose sight of the purpose behind our waiting. If we're not careful, like you just yeah. said, like, maybe for the longest time, you've just wanted a boyfriend and that's been it. And maybe God is trying to like use his time. To like, okay, well let's refine what exactly it is you're looking for. Yeah. And let's, you know, boil that down a little more. And maybe that's why, and there's a purpose in it. There's not just this oh god's just you know like a cat with a you know that's owner that holds the toy right above it (laughs) it just keeps pawing at it and missing Uh like that's not what god's doing here the laser yes Yes. yeah it's like there's a point to it and one of my favorite quotes about waiting it says our willingness to wait reveals the value we place on the object we're waiting for Yep, and so true it is the more important that this thing is to you whatever it is the more value you place on it like you're gonna be able to you know you're willing to wait longer for it. i mean i've i can't tell you how many times i've told my mom like look i've waited this long yes i'm not gonna throw in the towel now nope you know or what's
1: a, what's a few more months yeah um yeah i think you mentioned something
0: well it may have been last week's episode that you were I mean, look at you remembering all the things from, you've done that the last three or like since yes. we started this season you've been very like i oh, remember this episode remember I'm that episode ba-
1: well i mean i am talking about something we recorded 40 minutes well, ago hey, but- that's okay <laughs> it's fine we don't have to tell people that okay fine um but see the problem is you've built this up and now i'm about to be like do you remember what you said because i don't i don't totally have maybe <laughs> i will keep, keep going keep going no Oh, at the the beginning, you were talking about that story of like Stephanie Mae Wilson. Yes. And how she felt like, okay, if I go on this trip and I do this, well, that's a whole year wasted of not meeting someone. And I I can totally relate to that. And I was, I I thought it then and then I forgot. So I'm going to say it now, especially a lot of you ladies who, because I find myself in this place too, maybe you're doing the online dating thing and you get burnout and you just get tired of it and you're like I need a break. And maybe it's in the middle of a subscription. Like cuz like they're doing their subscriptions longer and longer these days. So I've got a 12-month subscription to I think Eharmony that's like in the middle of it, but I'm just kind of like all done at the moment. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like ugh, I don't want to have to deal with that. You can take a month or two and just not even mess with it. But you're, you're tempted, kind of like she was saying, well, I'm going to miss a whole year that I could be looking for my husband. You kind of have that same thought of like, okay, well, I'm going to miss two months. Like, I'm not getting any younger. But I, if you don't want to check the app or you don't want to whatever, well, that's okay. One, like you said, you've waited this long. Like, if you need a couple months or a couple weeks to just chill, that's okay. Absolutely. You're not – and. Like in the story last week, the trip she went on with the um, world race, she came back. She got a job with him and her husband worked there. Her future husband worked there. That's how she met him. So you never know what's out there. But don't feel like, I I, I only have so much time. I got to hurry up. You don't.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Y'all know I think that's good. <laughs> I this, this is like my, uh, from the first season where I'll be like, right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Every time you would say something.
1: Oh, man. I know. Kristen's gotten way better at her interactive listening. I feel like I come and go. There's times when I'm going back and editing and I'm like, just stop <laughs> acknowledging everything she <laughs> says. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. I do it all the time. Anyway, of course, probably if I hadn't said that, most people probably hadn't noticed. Probably but not. now that I've mentioned it. Now they will. Everyone's now going they will. to.
0: It's fine. Maybe it's I
1: need fine. that accountability in my Ooh. life. I just need to know there you go Um, that's it no so if but I will say if you're tempted to like just push things through and like hurry up and not take those breaks and not build in some rest in your waiting like that's okay when you get tired of waiting or you feel this added pressure that comes with it a lot of times what happens when we do that is you settle like I was saying you just want someone and here's a guy and he's seeming interested so great done and you don't really vet it much You make poor decisions, whether that's in who you're going to date, red flags you overlook, boundaries you cross, whatever that is. When you're tired of waiting, you're going to do whatever you have to do to get someone or keep someone. Mm. And that's not a place you want to be in. And then when you find yourself in that place of pushing through red flags, pushing through boundaries, doing whatever you have to do to keep this person or get this person, In the process of doing that, because you're not obeying the Lord, you're not pursuing him first, you're distancing yourself from him. There is no being still, you know, or neutral when it comes to pursuing, you're either pursuing and getting closer to him or you're moving further away from him. So in those instances, you have said, I'm tired of waiting. God, I don't think your plan is best. I'm going to make this work myself. Now, I know most of you would not consciously say that, but that's what your actions are saying. And so you are putting that distance there that goes back to last week of, okay, life hasn't gone according to plan because you're having to, you've made bad choices and you're having to come back and deal with the consequences and get back on track. This is how that happens.
0: Okay. So we've talked about, you know, to ask yourself, like, what are you actually waiting for? And we've talked about what happens when you get tired of waiting. Now let's talk about like, what's the true purpose or point of waiting? And, I'm going to give you the very Christian answer, but we all need <laughs> to be reminded of this. It's becoming more like Jesus. I think something we so often overlook about the life of Jesus is that he did not start his earthly ministry till he was 30. What I wouldn't give for more information about Jesus like childhood and like right? his teenage years. I've always been
1: fascinated. Yeah. Like
0: why, I would love to know why that wasn't included in scripture. And I'm sure, you know, I can, you know, we'll find out in heaven one day, but <laughs> like why did we only get his birth and then fast forward 30 years but that's a long time i mean i'm not even 30 yet so you think like he's my age i'm like we got another year and a half before i can even get going here and then he only has three years and the amount of patience and restraint and trust i mean you think you're god in human form and all the things you could be doing or that you could do like there's no telling the situation, yeah. I mean, you can only imagine what he you know like I could do that, but no, it's not my time, or oh, I could help here, but this this is not uh-huh. my time yet, and he modeled patience so well, and even you know, what did I hear somebody say the other day? It was like Jesus was always going somewhere, but he was never in a hurry, yes, and so there was always a purpose, there was always you know a destination in mind where he was headed, where ultimately it was the cross, but Mm -hmm. he was never in a hurry. He never, you never (laughs) read a verse that says Jesus ran. (laughs) Like even when he went to go raise Lazarus from the dead, he was not in a rush. And (laughs) (laughs) hold on, I'm having slight technical
1: difficulties here.
0: (laughs) Bethany just knocked
1: her mic over. (laughs) so sorry.
0: Oh gosh. But waiting and being patient in a way that, Honors the Lord, like that's how we become more like Jesus. That's just one way we become more like Him. And so, again, we talked at the end of last week's episode about setting our mind on things above and not on things of this earth. Like, we have to remember that as Christ followers, our ultimate goal is to become more like Christ. Yep. And if this is one of the, you know, if waiting is one of the tools God's using in your life right now to do that, then okay may not be your favorite tool (laughs) again i'm sure the rose bush if it had like a face the facial expression it made when the pruning scissors came out would not be ideal okay it's like oh crap here we go again (laughs) but again that's what has to happen for that plant or bush or tree whatever, to thrive and the same goes for us and so it's a great way for us to become more like christ another thing that i think we need to remember when it comes to us waiting is and the purpose behind it is that we have the chance right now wherever we are to become the women who will best serve alongside whoever we marry and you know I think when you think about that you're like oh like okay, like I can, I can really be preparing myself. What could I be learning? How could I be growing? What, you know, what skills can I acquire now that Mm -hmm. will serve me well later? What parts of my, you know, character do I need to ask the Lord to develop more and help me grow in more? Maybe I need to learn to be more patient because my husband (laughs) at times is going to drive me up the wall. He will. Um, I don't think there's a wife on the planet that would say otherwise. And so, and you'll drive him up the wall too. Um, that's That's a two way street, but what a great perspective to have of, okay, yes, I may not have met him yet. Or yes, I'm not with him yet. But what a gift I have to take this time to prepare. And the same is true for him. Like God could be using this time to prepare him to be with you too. I think about, uh, there's a girl I went to high school with, she was several years older than me. And when she got married, her and her husband both journaled pretty frequently and so when they got married they kind of compared notes I guess you could say um and they were able to look and see like oh wow you were I was ready here but then you were going Mm. through this or he was like oh like I was I was good here like I was so ready for the Lord and she was like oh well I was walking through this yeah and you have no idea what your other person what God may be teaching them, what he may be bringing them through, what he may be healing them from. Like you have no idea. And you know, the thing about relationships is they require more than one person. So (laughs) just because you feel like, okay, I'm in a good place and I'm ready. And I'm, you know, he may not be, you know, and ready is it, y'all know is a relative term, but think about it from that sense too, of God's preparing him just like he's preparing you. And view that as a gift of that time that you both have to prepare for that yeah we get so it's it's
1: just another form of our selfishness and self-centeredness coming through i think and that we think well if i'm waiting here for this relationship okay it's all about me Mm -hmm. why is god not giving this to me why am i not at the place i want to be Blah, blah 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 It may not be about you. <laughs> True, you may be learning nothing more than how to depend on the Lord and trust Him and wait patiently. He may be doing a mighty work in that other person's life right now. Maybe they don't even know Him yet. Like you don't know. It's not always about you, mm-hmm. but we always think it is. So yeah. instead, focus on growing in grace, in gratefulness, in humility, in dependence on the Lord, and in diligence in doing all of those other things, uh, because. You may have a good handle on all of those, but I guarantee you none of those are things that we will ever, like we've talked about, you don't get married because, oh, you're suddenly content in Christ completely. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You're never going to be as gracious as you ever could be. You're never going to be as grateful as you could be. And I think that's one thing that is really helpful when you're in this season of waiting because you don't have something that you want. Look around at the things you do have. Be grateful for what's in your life now. Be grateful for the things you have now that you were waiting for then.
0: Mm. There's yes. always going to be something, yes. you know? and yeah.
1: So yes, I think as single women, a, an extended period of singleness is a fantastic time to
0: focus on being grateful. Yeah. I've said this analogy on here before, but I'll... <laughs> Say it again, because I think it's worth repeating. if you think about you know you're walking down a sidewalk and God is just giving you one gift after the other, just throwing all this stuff at your feet, you're like, oh my gosh, and you can't even be grateful for any of it because you're looking for the one thing that you want that He's not giving you. like you wouldn't do that like I mean, in theory, you wouldn't do that, but then how often do we find ourselves doing that if you know, we look around. And if we really open our eyes, we're like, wow, look at the friends God's given me and look at the community he's given me and look at the opportunities he's given me to serve and how he's blessed me here and how he's done this and how he's done that. And no, I don't have a boyfriend or no, I don't have a husband. And we've got to be so careful that that one unmet desire yeah. doesn't ruin the way we see every other blessing God's given us because he has given us so much. And so, like you said, gratefulness is such an amazing thing to Practice during this season of your life so the last question we're going to answer and then we'll wrap up is what to do or what should you do while you're waiting which sounds like an oxymoron you're like kristen i'm waiting what else do you want me to do <laughs> um but we did an episode on waiting i think it's been a few seasons ago yeah. but we talked about the difference between like active waiting and yeah. passive waiting i'll put that in the newsletter yes lots of things in the newsletter it's <laughs> gonna
1: be a big one um
0: <laughs> so uh but this isn't a i'm gonna sit on my couch and wait for the amazon guy to show yeah. up with my husband or end up marrying the amazon guy if it <laughs> you know depending on who he is but this is a we can still be doing something and so yeah bethany what is that what do you think that I looks
1: have like? a question? I know we're answering oh. a question with a question now. So Christ like of you.
0: <laughs> what well,
1: Jesus did. It's true. He, be, he very that rarely very answered true. questions that with a true. straight answer. So so like, is she becoming more like Jesus. <laughs> Here's my question. I probably we probably should have talked about this before we had spent two entire episodes talking about waiting. Okay. But my question is, Is there even really such a thing as waiting, quote unquote, in God's economy? Whoa. Is that really even a thing? Or is that purely based on our understanding of linear time that I want this thing down the road? Because in My brain just <laughs> exploded. It's fine. I'm because fine. We're waiting for that thing down there. But God's teaching you to be patient today. God's teaching you to be dependent on him tomorrow. And he's teaching you to be more grateful on Saturday. So my question is, is that even such a thing? And I think in our minds, we're waiting through the stuff we have to put up with until we get to what we want. Right? Yeah. But is that even biblical? is that mindset something is that how jesus looked at his earthly ministry (sighs) got away through these first 30 years of my life where i get to do what i really want to do Mm. or when he was 12 was he in the temple teaching and his parents couldn't find him and he said i'm in my father's house like he he was going about the business of doing what he should before that happened yeah dang i've never
0: thought about it that way so just think on that yeah
1: I waited to the end because if we said it at the beginning,
0: it'd be a really it's short. This is mind blown, and then be like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're done." <laughs> wow, I've never. It's so tough for me because of, and I think a lot of this has to do with my uh, how I'm wired, but I also just think it's part of being human. Of like, I I'm such a planner, yeah, and such a live by a schedule and my color coordinated calendar, <laughs> and you know everything is so like
1: we're so tied to, to time the time and the things of this world
0: mm-hmm. that you're that like we wait god doesn't even what
1: what matters in yeah. an eternal perspective
0: and god doesn't even he's not even bound by time like, no what? Uh-uh. so yeah if i think about that too hard <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> it's fine um but i do there's a quote
1: i've seen before I don't know where it came from. I don't know who said it first. It was not me. And I'm sure a lot of y'all have heard it too. That basically says, until God opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. Because you talk about, you know, in the season of waiting, which is closed door after closed door after closed door, especially in the realm of dating, break up, break up, you know, this didn't work out, that didn't work out. All these doors are getting shut. So what do you do in the meantime? praise the Lord in the hallway where he's put you praise him there. And I, as I was going through thinking about this episode, there's a song, which we'll put in the episode. I mean, in the newsletter, (laughs) there's gonna be so much in it, but there's a song that is, I can't remember who it's by now, but it's, I think it's just called waiting. It was in fireproof. I think remember fireproof the movie. Yes. I forgot about that movie. So anyway, I love this. I mean, it's kind of, kind of long, but I'm just going to read, um, the lyrics to this here. And I want you guys to, um, like, as I'm going through it, it's talking about, I'm waiting on the Lord, but then listen to how active it is and like how many characteristics go into waiting. So, cause I'm waiting on you, Lord, and I'm hopeful. I'm waiting on you, Lord, though it is painful, but patiently I will wait. I will move ahead, bold and confident taking every step in obedience while I'm waiting. I will serve you while I'm waiting. I will worship while I'm waiting. I will not faint. I'll be running the race even while I wait. I love that. So like you're waiting, but there's I'm hopeful, patient, bold, and confident taking steps in obedience. So bold, confident, obedient, serving, worshiping, running the race so that's what waiting is and my guess is if y'all are anything like me which i feel like most of you probably are in this you're waiting for a boyfriend for a husband for whatever doesn't look like this Mm -hmm. and i say if you're anything like me because it sure doesn't for me most of the time
0: (laughs) dang golly that's convicting it is that's so convicting it is and so i i think
1: just to kind of close it out wrap it up here One final thought is this, we make a plan for our lives and we are pushing and working toward that goal. And most, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the Bible says man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. There's nothing wrong with making a plan. This should not be, your life should not be some willy nilly chaotic mess. But as we're doing that, in that process, we get these blinders on that we've made this plan and now it's the only plan. And then when that doesn't happen, like we thought it would, we kind of just flounder. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, okay, now what? There was no plan. That was it. There was no plan B. There was nothing else. And I think it sh- that shows us in that moment that our plan for how our life here on earth should have gone was the most important thing to us. Because our life has been derailed because something didn't happen the way we thought it would. And we don't know what to do when that doesn't happen. When it doesn't go according to plan, we're lost. We're lost. But that's not how God designed the Christian life to be lived. Our life of service to the Lord and becoming more and more like him is the ultimate and should be the most important plan, whatever that looks like. That's what our plan should be. And then everything else kind of falls under that. And while you might be waiting for that one thing you're looking for on your plan, The life of a Christian is not one that should ever be characterized as a whole by waiting. Am I waiting for a husband? Yes, because of the fact I don't have one. Obviously, I'm waiting for one. But should my life as a whole ever be characterized as one of just waiting? No, it shouldn't. It should be one that's hopeful and patient and bold and confident, obedient, serving, worshiping, running your race. And that goes back to what we've talked about since the very beginning of this podcast, be running that race and then see who comes alongside is running at the same pace and is going in the same direction as you. And then notice those people, date those people. But if they're running their race and you're standing there just waiting, they're going to pass you by and never even see you and vice versa. The only way you're ever going to notice them is if you're going the same direction at the same pace. So as much as I hate it, get out there and run. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how I feel about running. Oh my god! Which I've decided I need to like go back to my running. Oh, do
0: God bless you, because I
1: still don't like it any more than I did before. So I'm like, you know what? I should go back to doing something I don't like. Wow,
0: you're a better person than me. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably whine about it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, and that one thing I can be yes. <laughs>
0: in a lot of ways oh man but definitely that one i would no question no that's all so good i'm literally staring at our notes y'all and i'm like this is all going in my journal later like <laughs> i needed i needed this this is so good so we'll kind of wrap it up there as bethany just said all of that so beautifully our closer at it again <laughs> but we hope that this episode and last week's um we both encouraging to y'all you know and maybe even if you're not in a waiting season currently we hope that you will bookmark these as you will inevitably be waiting for something down the road um or share it with a friend who you know is going through a season of waiting right now you know one of the best things or one of the things that helps me the most when I'm waiting is to know that I'm not the only one who's waiting on something yeah and you know, that's something Bethany and I have both talked a lot about. It's something I talk with Melanie a lot about. Even, you know, friends who are in different seasons. Like, that was something... Uh, after Mel got married, I was like, ah, oh, well, good for her. No, no I'm kidding. Mel, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm very, I was very happy for you. But it was like, okay, well, she got that thing and I'm still waiting on it. And then the more we talked, it was like, okay, oh. before she had teachers, she's like, oh, right. she's waiting to have a baby or they're waiting to get a house or they're waiting for this or they're waiting for that. And I'm waiting for other things. <laughs> and yeah, we're in completely different seasons, but waiting does not discriminate against yeah. certain seasons. Like it is always going to be a factor. And so... If you know somebody who is waiting on something, we hope that you will share this week's episode with them as well as last week's or any episode you've (laughs) liked in the past. That, too, would be (laughs) wonderful. We would greatly appreciate it. So thank you all so much for being here. We'll be back on Friday with a backstage pass. Yes. Episode, which will be a. Um, question from one of our male listeners. If you are a male listener and you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, we have a button in our Instagram bio called Backstage Pass Submissions. You can go there. There's a little form and you can fill out your question anonymously and we pick from those um, when we answer uh, questions on Backstage Pass. So we would love for you to do that. But we'll talk to you all on Friday. Until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle.